Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Slice of Life. I'm Kay. And I'm also not Kay, I'm T. <laughs> and this week we are talking about Servant X Service. So, people, as we said last episode, it is so awesome that people are listening and it's really cool to see that you're listening from all points of the globe. And um, like we said last time, we have a new Twitter account. Kay, if you wouldn't mind. It is S-O-L for Slice of Life, S-O-L underscore podcast. Excellent. And like we were saying last time, if you haven't tuned in before, um, we're just T and Kay, we like talking about anime Gaming and uh, K-pop eventually. I like to think of our podcasts less as reviews and more of just two nerds sitting around talking about it. Yeah, it's sort of like if you were in your living room, sorry, in our living room, and this is the kind of conversation that you would overhear. And yeah, we hope you pick up on that vibe and just know that everyone's welcome and we're happy for you to be part of the journey if you're on the way to work or if you're getting through some sort of other mundane task. I hope the traffic isn't too bad if you are in your car. Yep. Also, exactly. our living room is quite small, so I'm not sure if everyone listening could fit. But, I mean, we could try to accommodate At the you. moment, I think everyone could mm. in the whole house. Mm. But we'll see how things go. <laughs> All right. So, Servant X Service. Tell me about it, T. What's it about? Well, first and foremost, like with a lot of these shows, it has a freaking killer opening song. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Yeah, right from the outset, eh? Yeah. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> you know a show is good when it has an awesome opening song. I think the animation for the intro song... Yeah. Just makes it all the more sweeter. Yeah, that's really cool. It's like a, it's like semi-realistic, but mm. overlaid with the characters like drawn like Space characters. Jam, like Space Jam. Oh, oh crap! Can we dedicate an episode to Space Jam? Man. Yeah, Space Jam was an anime released in the nineties <laughs> on a select. Uh, we could probably TV swing channel. it. I don't know. I think a lot of people would want to hear about Space Jam. Anyway, yes. sorry. Tell me about Servant X Service. What's it about? I think the best way to describe Servant X Service, for those who have watched Parks and Rec, it's Parks and Rec. Pretty much, yeah. It's just like your government setting and the characters in the government setting and how on the on the outside, you know, you would think, well, government employees and some sort of service that the government is providing has to be very serious, mm, has to be... Um, professional. Professional, yes. <laughs> and everyone in there is really uh, switched on mm-hmm. and cares about their job. Uh, in reality, or not in reality, because I've never worked in government, but in this show anyway, and in Parks and Rec, it goes for that vibe that, like, yeah, it's the government, but everyone fools around. Yeah, and of course. And it's fun, and, you know, it's funny, and So we've got stuff. three main characters who start us off with the show. We've got Lucy Yamagami, mm-hmm. we've got Hasabe, and... Chihaya? No. No, Miyoshi. Uh, Miyoshi. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're... <laughs> They're new uh, grads, I guess you'd call them, mm. who have come to work at the ward office in undisclosed sure. town. Yeah, some prefecture in Japan. Yeah. And yeah, so they're grads, they come to work and it sort of follows them throughout the entire series, how they interact with each other and all the fun stuff they get up to. It should probably be noted as well that don't judge this by its title because when I saw Servant X Service, I thought, oh God, it's weird, some weird master servant 
Mm. I don't even know what. But then when I saw it pitched a slice of life and comedy, I was like, oh, okay. Maybe I was a bit too harsh. So please don't judge it just by the title. Yeah. And from the outset, let me just say, as with most every single show that we've <laughs> put up so far, I loved this show. Yep. It was amazing. Just wonderful characters and really funny. And yeah, that, that office slash Parks of Rec vibe. So. Yeah, it is a lot like The Office, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Maybe particularly the UK one, but I mean right. the American one as well. Okay. Um, so yes, let's so let's talk about the fundamental plot. It's yeah, sure. Mainly revolves around those three, in particular Lucy Yamagami, mm. or as Hasabe says, Ryuchi. 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 And she basically gets into her job at the civil servants' building office, whatever. Mm. Because she has a ridiculously long name. Like on the Wikipedia page, they don't actually list her entire. It's about 17 names long, I think. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And Lucy is her first, the first of those names. Yeah. So everyone thinks she's a foreigner, but she's not a foreigner at all. And she, so like I said, she gets this job at the ward office and basically for the sole reason of finding the person that gave the all clear for that name to be put on a birth certificate and for that to become her name because she's so annoyed at them and wants to like punish them for all the crap that she's gone through mm-hmm. with her name so far. I think far. she should probably blame her parents. Like I know at some stage someone actually points that out to her, but I just want to re- emphasize that it's her parents that put her name on that birth certificate. Like mm-hmm. I understand that the fault is also on the person who okayed it, but that was just really weird where our apartment just like sort of just crapped itself. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no the lights are back on. <laughs> the laptop had battery power, so we didn't lose it. Anyway. I think it's the Lucy Yamagami gods coming again. Yes. <laughs> they heard us bad-mouthing our parents. So, yeah, so I don't think the blame can be put all onto the person, anonymous person who okayed her name. Okay. And we'll, we'll get into much more detail about that, mm. but... Lucy in general is a sort of clumsy, naive, but very lovable, dorky book nerd. Can I just say, again, like just like last week when we talked about um, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, again with the enormous boobs. Yeah. And they really make a point of, you know, they do. ridiculing yeah. her for it. But I, mean, I know she can't help it. Well, the anime creators can help it, I guess. But... Yeah, it's just an unusual feature of hers that she has these enormous boobs to yep. work with. Good for um, her. Good for her and not good for her back. And so some of the other main characters are, like we said, Hasabe, Hasabe who is a bit of a skis. Yeah. like Really he, smart, though. He's really smart, but he just doesn't put it to any... Yeah, he likes slacking off. I think he's very efficient at his work in that he does it all really quickly and because he thinks he's... <laughs> earned that time back by doing it quickly, you're just like, oh, for the rest. I can see that. I yeah. can understand that for sure. I see a lot of myself in... We also bit. have um, Chihaya-kun, Chihaya, <laughs> who is um, another lady that works at the office. I think she's about 25, maybe late 20s. She's a part-timer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's, I, thought, I think she's also a temp, so she's only there on contract. But she oh, basically right. works in order to fund her cosplay obsession. Yeah, she has an addiction for yeah, cosplay. Yeah, she loves making clothes, which yep. I can relate to, fair enough. Uh, we've got Ichimiya Senpai, who is a bit of a pushover, and he's been working there for about eight years, actually. Yeah, and a while. He's on the sly dating Chihaya. Mm. And yeah, he's, he's a nice guy. He's 
Yeah, their like, romance okay. is probably something we can cover a bit later in the show. Yeah, yeah, it's not overly great. But. A bit problematic. Yeah. Um, there's also Miyoshi, who I keep forgetting her name, which is awful. Yeah. But it probably says a lot about the character. She's very gentle, quiet, shy. Yeah. She's nice, and she brings a lot of balance to the dynamics between the rest of the characters, but Miyoshi doesn't really mm-hmm. do anything for me. And the other main-ish kind of characters are Toko-chan, who is Ichimiya's sister, sister. and she's a bit of a brat and very oh, demanding. Man, yeah, she... when she first appeared, I really didn't like her. Yeah, me either. But towards the end of the series, as with a lot of characters, mm-hmm. you come around to them. Yep. Um, but yeah, so they're the main characters. Oh, um, and also the boss. Who's who a, also is actually a stuffed a animal. Stuffed, highly advanced robot. Don't ask us to there. explain. Just watch it and you'll understand. But basically their boss is like a social introvert. So he mm. stays at home and controls this stuffed animal yeah. in order to boss them And around. everyone's all right with it at the office. Yep. And it's just, it's cute. Fun. It definitely yeah. adds an element of cute. But yep. What's yep. the boss's name? Cos? Uh, his name Cosume? is Kenzo. Oh, Kenzo. Kenzo Momoi. <laughs> Again with the high cue. I know, you've got high on the brain. I'm sorry. Okay, yep, sorry. So that's our cast, and the show is pretty much just covering Lucy through her wanting to find the person that okayed her name to finding the person who okayed her name. And everything in between. And everything in between, which is basically which just is office fun. antics. Yeah, which yep. basically every episode is a good bit of fun. and yeah. bit of romance, never yeah. hurts. Um, would you say there's a romance on? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, between... Chihaya and Ichimiya. Yeah, but also between Lucy and Hasabe. But that was a bit more slow developing, I think. Mm-hmm. So, I think one of the things I like about this show in particular, mm. since we're talking about awesome stuff, <laughs> um, is that they they give each character faults, like definite faults. Yep. Like Hasabe is massive skis and is only interested in like getting girls' emails. And I email girls all the time. If I had a my cent phone's full of it. For every <laughs> Your phone's full of it, is it? Literally. Um, yeah, you're right. Everyone has a big dent in their in their personality, but Yeah. But that makes them so much more endearing. I yeah. Think. I also just want to mention that as someone who works in a pseudo government job, I can relate you have a job? to everything in this anime. Very relatable. Everything from yeah. working to insufferable public members to dealing with old people that won't leave you alone and tell you every part of their personal lives, including mm-hmm. their medical issues. Oh, medical issues are given. Oh, for some reason, it's always the elderly who just sit down and want to talk about their, I hate to say it, but their thrush or their enlarged testicles. You know, I get like all Whoa, the way weirdos. to brag. Like, come on. <laughs> I know, right? So I think they played it really well, just like with Parks and Recreation, just like with The Office, but especially, I guess, Parks and Rec, in that dealing with the public in any circumstance like this, in any office situation, it's hard enough to deal with the public full stop being in retail or hospitality, but add that to a government-level professionalism, add it on top of you have to answer to your superiors, Mm -hmm. many of whom are very powerful. Yeah. Oh man, I could relate. There were so many episodes. So that that aspect of the show, the mm. relatability, mm. I think is what makes it so funny as well. Like there are some so many incidents in the show which are so relatable, like going out drinking with your coworkers and seeing a different side of them. Yeah. And how that all plays out. Yep. And like the next day talking to them or um, going hanging out with your coworkers in general outside of work mm-hmm. hours 
not necessarily drinking, but yep, yep. There's, there's so many of those moments, and would you say it's one of the best comedy animes you've seen in a while? Definitely, I think it's probably up there with Miss Kobayashi in terms of it had me in stitches a few times. Yeah, um, it's just really well timed. It's not all slapstick comedy. I think a lot of it mm. is really witty, layered comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you say? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, it's it hooked me in certainly from the first episode with the humor aspect and yeah. al- also somewhat of the novelty. I wasn't expecting to see that kind of show or that style of show. No. Necessarily. Well, um, like I said, you look at the title. Yeah. And, coming, <laughs> and you get a certain yeah. Yeah, impression. And coming back to the relatability, um, it's, it's so, I think so many people are in this position where they do some sort of training and then they go for their first job and they're like, I'm going to put all my training to use. Yeah. You're so eager in your first job. You know, you just want to please everybody and get the job done. Everything's wonderful and everything's yeah, like. Yeah. You've got your degree in hand. You're ready to go. But yeah, unfortunately. Very rarely like that. Yep. Yep. Uh, as we can both attest to. Yes. Indeed. Well, I haven't worked in government, but <laughs> Sure. And thank That's God for, for that. personal reasons. <laughs> you're not allowed near the government. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's definitely that human aspect of it that mm-hmm. gives it a lot of heart. So let's go back to the humans of the show then, mm-hmm. of which there are many. In fact, most of them are humans. I would hope so. There's only one stuffed animal. Yes. But I just want to talk about Lucy in particular. Mm. Um, I think her as a character, just as an, a superficial sort of thing as well, I really like that they have her hair thing as like... She has this uh, Oh, it's got a name. It's oh, called, it? it's like Ahigo or something. Hang on, let me just use my Googling skills. Oh, no, it's definitely not Ahigo. Do not Google. Don't know. What is, Don't know. What is <laughs> it? Oh, my God, I can't believe how badly I stuffed that up. <laughs> oh. But it's something along those lines. Okay, hang on. Okay, so after that disastrous Google search. 15 hours later. Oh, my God. That was, oh, wow. Yeah, just don't do it to yourself. Uh, maybe we should say that in another episode. We'll go over some weird Japanese terms. Maybe we can do a yeah, hentai sure. episode. Anyway. I've got that one. Uh, yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> you got, got a lot that. in the... Save <laughs> in the favorites. A lot in the tank for that one. No, it's called Ahoge. Okay. Cool. I was so like close, but yet so far. Is that what it is? It's the cowlick that just will not stay down. But that ah. often, like uh, Yamaguchi, again in Haikyuu, goddamn, but Yamaguchi has one. Yamagami in this anime has mm-hmm. one, but hers, as I think you were about to say, is awesome and tells her mood and has a life of its own. So cute. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just a really cool little feature that they added that I think makes the character of Lucy so much more endearing. Yeah, but like if she's confused, it goes into a question into mark. Into a question mark. Yeah. And if she's surprised about something, it'll like stand upright. Yep. Yeah. I wish I had hair like that. I wish I had hair. <laughs> and so Lucy in general, I just wanted to talk about her because she's a lead and she's just a really funny character in that like uh, she's so helpless and so uh, naive about a lot of things. Yep. Like she spends all of her money on books so instead she can't of food, afford and then she food. can't eat, and then she has to have like Hasabe pimp her out yeah, and sort of buy her food buy and food. drinks, yeah. yeah. Which is fair enough; he's totally willing, so I yeah. take advantage of that too. While we're on, just I just thought of it then. Uh, so there's a character in the show mm. who is Hasabe's sort of rival. Oh, Tanaka. Oh, that's right, Tanaka yeah. Junior. Yeah, Tanaka Joji. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Joji. And so he. He kind of annoyed me. I don't know about you, but 
don't he, think he ever kind of redeemed himself for me. So he was in the same school as Hasebeh throughout their entire schooling, I think, and yeah. even followed him to uni or something. But he's just so annoying. Yeah. Like he, he always tries to compete with Hasebeh and because Hasebeh is so uh, skilled naturally at everything... He just beats him all the time. He's so intense. And he, and he comes in in the most annoying moments. So it'll be like there's an important scene going on and then Tanaka just pops up out of nowhere and he's like, Hasebe, I want to challenge you. And it's like, Jesus Christ, away, dude, can you just piss yeah. off for one second? You've had your chance like 50,000 times and you failed every time. Yep. Come on, mate. Come on. Yeah. Admit as we, defeat. As we say in Australia, <laughs> pull your head in. Pull your head in, mate. Pull your head in. You're making a... Freaking mongrel out of yourself. <laughs> Just when I thought you couldn't be any more of a bogan, you go and say that. Nah. Um, yeah, no, you're right, though. I think Tanaka was probably the only character that annoyed me all the way to the end, but he doesn't yeah. appear that much, so it's kind of forgettable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is cool, though, when you watch the show and the intro, which is really quite intricate and there's a lot going on. There's mm. a lot to digest. But as you watch more of the show, you realise more of the characters are actually in the intro. Yeah, and you notice really cool. certain details about them. Like a Yuri on Ice style. Exactly. Progressive intro type of thing. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Yep. Um, what did you think of the ending song? Ending song? Yeah. It didn't really make sense to me. You mean this song? I feel like this is Kami Summer Kiss all over again with the creepy outro music. Hey, no, 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 no. This is what they call being able to stop the recording and then put something else in. Um, yeah, you didn't like it? Um, I, uh, I liked it. I was just confused about why the girls were all having a pyjama party. Oh, yeah, true. In that their skimpy pyjamas. I like... I can kind of understand why they did that, but number one, why weren't the guys involved? And number two... Nobody wants to see guys in skimpy pajamas. <laughs> Some of us do. And also, it wasn't really like the the five of them, six of them, five of them, Yeah, no. never hung out outside of work, so why would they be just randomly having a sleepover? The one thing to do with the endings mm. that I would say that this show did a little bit weirdly for me anyway was that it would end the show on weird like, <laughs> Just weird random spots. notes, yeah. yeah. You'd be getting really into it, and then it would just end. And you'd be like, oh, okay, oh, I, I guess. No worries. But we're up to the next one. They did have a cool little thing at the end of the show. Instead of doing a preview, I think they had like a servant, a quiz, servant yeah. quiz. And they were ridiculous questions. I don't think you could. I think they were quite hard, some yeah, of them. Yeah, I don't I think you could answer them. them. Yeah. yeah. But it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. And at the very end of the season, uh, it was nice to see in the last episode they put a little thing at the end that was like, thank you from the staff for yeah. watching the show. And I don't think I've ever seen an anime that did that before. Yeah, it kind of gave it a, not amateur feel, but it was hmm. like, it was really real. Yeah. It was like, oh, there are real people that made this instead of like a big company that exactly. pumps them out. Yeah. It should also be said that the same people who made this also made Working. I know we haven't finished that one. Mm. I think we put it on hold a little while ago because something else Chilled came out. Ice. Yes. <laughs> But actually, it could have been Yuri on Ice that came out, eh? and that's why we stopped eh? watching. But um, the same people did working, which is another employment job-related mm -hmm. anime. So mm -hmm. they obviously know what they're doing by now, and they've got it down pat. 
Can I just say, speaking of Pat, mm. not at all to do with Pat. Cool. That it's it is cool to watch, uh, for me anyway. These animes that deal with real world, not deal with real world stuff. That sounds too serious, but like that are about going to work. And yeah, mundane things. Yeah, mun- other exactly. Other be pretty boring. Making mundane things interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. Yep. Just like with Miss Kobayashi, like her life was life was pretty pretty mundane. boring. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> and my life is pretty boring, but you and our listeners are the highlight of my week. Anyway, I'm going <laughs> to go now, and you can record the rest of this place. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. Like, it's making fun of something that would otherwise be pretty boring. And yeah. I can speak from experience. Working for a government job is pretty boring. Well, there. But you work for you've got a to make very it fun. serious council. Oh yeah, definitely. NASA council. Please don't fire me, NASA. For <laughs> bad mouthing you. This is NASA. Please don't fire me. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's a nice little spin on a slice of life that yeah. I think this is also one of the first animes I've watched that's slice of life that's based outside of high school, like after. Yes, you're high right. School. Yeah, adult-ish characters. Yeah, I mean, mm. we've watched a, a few adult ones, but this is the first one I've watched, apart from working, where they have mm. a serious job and are trying to, you know. Make sense of it all. Yeah, where they're trying yeah. to get their career in order. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, anything else you want to add to that? Or would you like to move to our zombie team? I just cannot emphasise enough how much this is just relatable. Just yeah. like Parks and Rec, you know, you watch it and you think, oh my God. Is there a we... Leslie Nope character? Uh, oh, not, I... really. not really. Maybe Lucy to the extent that she really loves her job. But they're their own kind of yeah. character. Like they're, they're not, I guess maybe that's the point. They aren't copies of another character that yeah, you might exactly. have seen already. Unless you've seen heaps of, maybe, maybe that is a trope that's, it's pretty Quite diverse, this yeah. cast. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that about it. But yes, for anyone out there who works retail, hospitality, anything with the public, basically, yeah. you'll love this anime. Worth a look, Because you'll for see sure. a lot of it in your own life and vice versa. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk zombies because the apocalypse is coming do. soon. I know you're really eager to get the apocalypse underway. Yeah. And, and you know, the top thing on my list is find some kick-ass anime characters to mm-hmm. have on my team. Mm-hmm. Assuming they'll have me. Is there an apocalypse anime? I am Maybe a question sure there is, but I'm not sure if there's a zombie apocalypse anime. Mm. There are a lot set after the apocalypse, but I don't ah, think there right. are any, yeah. like, as big as The Walking Dead is yeah. in Western anyway, culture. So, just an aside. Huh? Would you like to go first? Sure, yeah, okay. Um, all right, so my zombie team for Servant X Service. As my leader, I would definitely put... Hasabe. And I know you're going to disagree Why? because you're all like, yeah, Hasabe is really skeezy. Why would you do that? No, ladies can be skeezy. But, well, he's skeezy, number one. So he's charming, flirtatious, can probably get people on the side, very diplomatic. Also, very intelligent. Also, I don't know, there's just something about Hasabe that he has a really soft center. Like when he takes, spoiler yeah, alert, true. Lucy on a date. Um, he shows that he's a real gentleman and he's very considerate. You know, he thinks ahead. He's not always thinking of himself and he's a real family man. So mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. He really loves his sister. I can also appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Hasabe would be a really cool leader right. and I would follow him into zombie battle. Okay. I. That's that's you. Yep. That's your opinion. <laughs> that's your prerogative. I respectfully um, 
disagree. No. Do you want me to no, keep going? Yeah, yeah, keep going. Cool. All right. Um, who's next? My tank. Tank. Probably Chihaya. Um, so Chihaya is the temp who yeah. is also Ichimiya's girlfriend, girlfriend on the side. Also the cosplay kind of one. Yep. Um, I think she would be pretty badass in a mm. in an apocalypse com- um, She's situation. She's very intense. She's times. very intense. She's super stoic. So she could probably mow her way through some zombies without even like batting an eyelid. Plus, I feel like if you dressed her up in the cosplay of someone kick-ass, she would like get super into character and just take care yeah, of business. Yeah, you're right. Speaking of cosplay, just an aside, mm. what's that cosplay that she really likes? Oh, the, is it like Indigo Girls or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they're like flower. Yeah, flower, flower fairy girl girls. Fairy yeah, <laughs> and she gets everyone to... They That's finally, at the cute. end of the season, get everyone to dress up in. I also really cosplay. liked when we saw inside her apartment and there was an Attack on Titan cosplay hanging on her wall. Was there? That was oh, a cute yeah, that's nod. right. Yeah. yeah, I thought I mean, that was cool. Hated Attack on Titan, but. Stop <laughs> giving away what we're going to put in our future podcast. Did I say Attack on Titan? I meant Attack on Titan. Oh, I hated that anime too. One of my least favorites of. 1960 never. Um, okay, who's next? My specialist. My healer. Your healer, your healer. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. All right, my healer. So, well, it's got to be Miyoshi. Oh, although mm. I wasn't like the biggest fan of Miyoshi, I didn't think. So that's otherwise known as Saya-chan. Otherwise known as doesn't really make a fuss-chan. Yes. Otherwise known as listens to Tanaka-san every single episode for yeah. like a whole day. Yeah. yeah. She's pretty much me, actually. Maybe that's why I don't like her that much. Yes. Just sit there and placidly listen to everyone's mm-hmm. complaints. Um, yeah, it's Miyoshi, got to be the healer, because mm-hmm. she's very gentle and kind, and I think she'd be good under stressful situations. Okay. Um, my specialist would have to be Rushi, because, well, number one, she's well-read. And she I is well feel read. like <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> anything that Lucy is, she's definitely well read. I think that in an apocalypse situation, you want someone who's got a lot of skills, even if those skills have never been put to the test. Like you can read a book about flying a plane, but it doesn't actually mean you can fly a plane. You can read a book about flying a plane. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? Um, I'd yep. probably just put down her as my specialist because she's otherwise not on my list. And I think it's not complete without Lucy there. Oh, you're going to hate my list. Uh-oh. And um, finally... Village Idiot. F- fodder. Village Fidiot. We're going to change the official name from Idiot because... Okay, Idiot is a bit negative. There's but, no room for idiots on my zombie team. Well, but there's room for idiots in the zombie apocalypse. I feel like an idiot would get you killed and would get themselves killed. But I'm thinking more you use them as bait. Oh. Is that what you had in mind? I mean, I I thought it was more of like, like I said in the last episode, like, oh, everyone don't turn on the lights because the zombies will see us and they yeah. turn on the lights. Okay. Yeah, they, they, that they, person. They, they like sort of mean movie. well, yeah. but they just incapable of functioning. They're that person in a scary movie that says, okay, guys, let's split up. Let's split up, you idiots. Oh, such idiots. Anyway. See, idiot, huh? For my huh? fodder, I'm going to go with... Uh, Ichimiya Senpai because Yeah. <sighs> He's a bit weak willed. Maybe we can we still need to discuss the romance element to this, but he is a bit weak willed. He's a bit of a doormat, and I think in a high pressure situation like the apocalypse, he would not be much help. No. Alright, Although I mean he does take care of his sister. Yeah, but 
She's like 16. She can take care of herself. Mm, she is actually pretty capable. Yeah, she's more yeah. capable than him. Yeah. If anything, she takes care of him. True. Right, so for my team... Thank you for yours, by the way. You're so um, welcome. No, I'm not. <laughs> for my team, uh, the leader has to go to Chihaya. Now, you put her as your tank, and that mm. makes a lot of sense mm. in a lot of ways. But I think one of Chihaya's great strengths is that she's very, like you said, stoic and somewhat withdrawn. Mm. Now, you might think, oh, but a leader needs to be out the front and like commanding the troops type of thing. But I think she can sit back and see the situation for what it is, and she's very like realistic about things. Yeah, I can see that. All right. Yeah, so in an apocalypse, I think that would be useful. Um, for my tank, I'm, this is a bit of a weird one, I'm going for Toko-chan, who is Ichimiya's... Okay. Yep. Whatever you reckon. Ichimiya's little sister, because yep. she's intense. Yeah. She has she no... She really loves her brother. She does, but... Like, you know, when she storms into the office and she just mm. has no trouble with yelling. I at just mean, everyone. like, if her brother was in trouble, she would. Yeah, she would waste do anything, right? everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. And so I don't think she considers any limitations that she might have. So, whatever they might be. I mean, she's a teenager, so of course she doesn't. Yeah, she thinks she's, you know. Invincible. Un- invincible. And that's perfect for my tank role. Yep. So, fair enough to her. Uh, for my healer, I'm going the same with you, Miyoshi. Say Miyoshi. Uh, because she's kind and yeah. she's gentle. She looks like someone who's trained in first aid. Well, they probably all are trained in, trained oh, yeah, in true. first aid, right? Mm. So for my specialist, I think I'm going to go with Hasabe. Hasabe? Yes. For your specialist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because while he does goof off a lot, yeah. he's very skilled. And when you need someone to be able to do something to, you know, high accuracy or do something well. Not going to say that they're not going to be a dick about it later and be like, oh, that was so easy. What did you guys think was... He's sort of like Archer from From Archer. Archer. Um, If any of you guys have seen that, Archer's a special agent. He's also a D-bag. Yeah, but see what I mean? Like, Archer is very capable. Hasabe is very capable. Hasabe is not as much of a douchebag as Archer. That is true. But... He, yeah, he can get stuff done. Okay. And he's capable. Okay. And for my fodder. Thank okay, you. Yes, idiot. I appreciate that. No, fodder. Uh, I would choose their somewhat incompetent boss, Kenzo Momoi. He, I just feel like he's in so many of those situations where you put your hand to your head. Like, Face palm. Face palm. That's what it's called. Um. And he would be the one to stuff it all up for me in the apocalypse. I mean, I he think. is a stuffed animal, so. Nice. Yeah. Although he's um, probably pretty good at parkour because he's yeah, so he small do, and like, agile. Yeah, he backflips and stuff. Yeah. He's a pretty advanced robot. Yeah, well, it is Japan. Considered. Yeah. Yep. Surely. So let's quickly discuss the romance aspect because mm-hmm. I want to go over the two main relationships, which are Hasebe and Rusi and um, Ichimiya-senpai and Chihaya-kun. So, I think, I mean, the primary relationships are those ones. There are also, you know, Ichimiya-senpai and his sister. And, his sister, yeah. and you know, Hasebe and his sister mm-hmm. or whatever. But I think those two being the romantic relationships are also the main plots for most episodes. If you have a, you know, a foreground plot of Hasebe and Lucy, pretty much guaranteed that the subplot of the episode will be... Uh, Michimiya-senpai and 
Chihaya. Yes, yep. that's right. Something they return to every now and then to mm-hmm. take you off the trail. So you're not on the trail the whole time. So I actually kind of went, uh, what would you call it? I crisscrossed mm-hmm. over the course of the season because at first I really hated the idea of Lucy and Hasebe being together. Yep. And I really liked Ichimiya and Chihaya. Yes, but I agree. For sure. By the end of the series, mm-hmm. I was the complete opposite. I loved the idea of Lucy and Hasebe and just I couldn't see why. So go into detail, please. Ah, so Hasebe this whole time had kind of been setting himself up to be a bit roguish, but mm-hmm. then it turned for me, and I think it was maybe episode 10, where he admitted that he didn't he did he had deleted all of his girls emails yeah from his phone yeah because he he just wanted lucy and from there i was like okay you're kind of redeeming yourself now and by the time that they actually went on a date i thought he's perfect for lucy because he brings out her confidence Mm. he also embarrasses her a lot but i feel like it's definitely not in a mean way yeah it's just in a cutesy teasing way he's very forward but Mm. he is genuine yeah, make, he wouldn't just play her around. Sense, you know what I mean? Despite what Chihaya thinks. Yeah, because mm. he's pitched as someone who does just muck around and, you know. Exactly. Hit on Slack girls off. For the, yeah. Yep. Hit on girls for the sake of it and not really take anything seriously. But like you said, we, we also find out during the season that uh, from Georgie. Georgie? Oh, uh, yeah. Tanaka. Tanaka, yes. Yep. That he, yeah, Hasebe has never asked anyone out. Yeah. And that. There's another one of those moments where you're like, whoa, okay, maybe yeah. he's serious. And, and when he does eventually ask her on a date, it's pretty it's pretty cute. Or at least admit that he might have feelings yes. for her. Yes, yeah, he's Very embarrassed. Very sweet. Yeah. Whereas, problematic relationship alert, yeah. Ichimiya-senpai and uh, Chihaya, I just, it started out cute that he was hiding the relationship, their relationship mm. from his sister for fear of his sister being like, oh my God, she's going to take you away from me or whatever. Yeah. By the end of the season, I was so over Ichimiya Senpai. I just thought, why can't you man up and tell your little sister, your 16 year old sister, about this relationship that's mm. been going on for years? And we find out on the side that his sister is actually more uh, mature than certainly he leads on that she is. Yeah. Like she, she talks to uh, Chihaya. Yep. She talks to Chihaya and says, oh, you know what, I wouldn't actually mind if my brother had a girlfriend, at least someone's there for him. Yeah, makes him happy. Yeah, because I know that I am a bit of a burden for him type of thing. Yep. So, yeah, it is frustrating to see their relationship and him not step up to the plate and not... I can understand why at work he wouldn't acknowledge her in that way because you have to keep professional. Mm -hmm. But for them to then, outside of work, he takes her on a date like maybe once... And we see them kind of in like a, oh, I guess they could be cute sort of way. But he's mm. not like Hasebe. And I think that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. He's not considerate of her. It mm. maybe would have redeemed him to me if at the end of the season he had finally, you know, said to Toko-chan, listen, we're dating, get over it. And she was happy for them. But he couldn't even do that. He doesn't have a spine. Yeah. Like, Backspine? What are they called? Backspine. Backbone. Backbone. You wouldn't make a good doctor either. No. Um, yeah, so I don't know about you, but that sort of Yeah, I agree. Didn't do it for me. Yeah. It was disappointing that he didn't develop more as a character, but maybe that was left in there intentionally because 
they, they wanted to highlight how good Hasebeh and Lucy might be together. Yeah, true. Maybe it was just to put them on a platform. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So final question. As always, what chocolate rating would you give Servant X service to? Rating? Descriptor? Um, now, I'm in the middle of compiling a list of our previous ones. There it just makes me hungry to look at. I know. I know. But I, I don't know if I've said this one before, so I do apologize if I've said it before. Um, but I would choose pop and candy for the following reasons. What the hell is pop and candy? Pop and candy. You know, it's like normal milk chocolate and on the inside are those like little crystals that pop in your mouth. Do you mean like Marvelous Creations? Yeah, like one of the... Yeah. Then the Christmas elves. You know, we're talking about the Christmas yeah, elves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Popping candy. You should call them that. Popping candy is the thing that you tear off and that you put straight into your mouth. What? And they're popping rocks. Is it? Yeah. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Exploding Pop chocolate. Yeah, basically. okay. So chocolate that explodes in your mouth. Yes. Uh, for the following reason. Candy. Yep. On the outside... Serious. It's just your standard run-of-the-mill dairy milk chocolate. You think it? it's a Fredo frog, but think it's a wait. Fredo frog. You're in for a, a somewhat neutral experience. Still <laughs> delicious, but somewhat neutral. And then once you get it in there, boom. Crazy. Starts going off. Yep. Much like the intro. The Actually, intro yeah, is very true. pop and candy. And pop if and you rocks, probably you if you it. watched it without the music, I'd say the intro would be like, oh, you expect it to be quite placid normal. Yeah. But then, then you get that crazy boom, music. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pop what about UK? Candy, good God. Alright. This is where you can give me shit back because mine isn't technically a chocolate. Get out of this. Get out of the room. What are you doing here? I have to be here. <laughs> Help me. He's keeping me this here. Just <laughs> These are the only socialising hours you get. <laughs> exactly. Then I have to go back to the cell. Um, all right, so my chocolate... No offence to any listeners listening from prison, of course. <laughs> my chocolate, which is not a chocolate, but it is a candy. And again, I don't know if these exist in America, it. UK, international lolly stores, but it's called Fads. That's... Okay, hang on. That's the corrected name. I know. That, <laughs> you're going to give me hell for that as well. So when... T and I were growing up, they used to they used to sell fads. That's F A D for dog S, right? But when we were little, they were called F A G for God S. I'm not gonna say the Which full is word. Australian slang for cigarettes. Yes. Not saying that it's not bad, but that's where it yep, came from. Yep, so um they're these like little musk sticks, they're white, they're really thin, they look like cigarettes. Yeah. When we were growing up, they had a red tip on the end, just like cigarettes. Yeah, that's right. Um, God, they were trying to get us to smoke I, from an early age, weren't they? It didn't work for either of us. I, I'm, yep, not ashamed to say. But so fads are, they look like cigarettes. Now they look a bit more kid friendly. They're just regular white things. And I don't think they have pictures of smoking children on the front cover. Instead, they no. just look happy. But yeah, they're musk sticks. What I'm trying to get at is that they are a bit too real, you know, like very realistic, very um, down to earth mm-hmm. because the show reminds me so much of my life and the problems that I face at my job, but also very sweet. They are very fun when you're not pretending to smoke with them or if you are, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And also an odd name choice. Why would you call them fads instead of 
F-A-G-S? Well, apparently, mm. according to my very reputable Wikipedia source. Oh, yeah. Uh, so credible. It was renamed FADS amidst concerns of oh. it promoting smoking to children. Of course it was promoting... They look like cigarettes. They look like cigarettes and they were called the slang for cigarettes. Well, like, why don't you call them something else like, I don't know, muskies or something? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... You're not in charge of naming <laughs> any for lollies. I'm not a marketing director, but yeah, like I said, okay. it was an odd name choice servant X service and I feel like it, it uh, inspires images of something that it's not, some kind of weird harem fantasy, but... It's not. It's a wonderful office yeah. comedy. And same with fads. They sound like, or at least they used to sound like, cigarettes. And then you open them up. Oh, they're lollies. Delicious. Free advertising for cigarette companies. Did you know they are manufactured in Colombia today? Fads? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Oh. And if anyone's listening from Colombia, maybe take a trip down to the fads factory. Yeah. The factory. Factory. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well... In summary, 7X service, great laugh. It's basically Parks and Rec. I don't think Without a Leslie Nope. I know that sounds strange, but I don't think it's actually that popular. Like, I oh, think really? I think it's popular among people who've watched it, but it's not that well known. Okay. It is on Crunchyroll, not free advertising for Crunchyroll, but that's really the only way we legally get anime. Um, so if what do you mean? That's the only way we get anime legally. If you want, you can sign up for a tr- free trial with them and binge watch it. That's what I did yeah. with Haikyuu, I'm fairly sure. But um, I would say definitely give it a go. If you are after a laugh, just mm-hmm. something to wind down after a long day at the office or at school. Yeah, it's cool. It's an it's easy cool. watch. And yep, as we say, bit of fun. As we say. As we say <laughs> that's here our at phrase. the Slice of Life house. It's a bit of fun. <laughs> So, yeah, thanks, guys, for listening. And uh, feel free to let us know what you thought about the episode, what you think about uh, the podcast in general. And you can hit us up on Twitter. For Shizzle for Show, S-O-L underscore podcast. Nice. Yeah. And we basically hope you have a marvellous week. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to our show. As always, you can find us on our website at www.sliceoflifepodcast.com. Please feel free to get in touch with us, leave a comment, or even send us an email through our website. We'd love to hear from you.